welcome to the LarryInFishers.com podcast. I'm Larry Lannon. Hamilton Southeastern School Board at-large elections go like this. There are three seats. All voters within the school district choose one candidate per township. There are five candidates in Fall Creek Township's election. Matt Stoley is one of those five candidates, a vice president for Merrill Lynch's Global Wealth Management Division. Casey Alexander talks with Matt Stoley in this podcast. Hello there. I'm Casey Alexander. Uh, I've been involved, or I'm a freshman at Fishers High School. I've been involved in organizations like Model UN and the Fishers Junior High School We the People team. Today I'm joined with uh, Fall Creek School Board candidate Matt Stoll. Matt, would you please tell us about yourself? Sure, sure. So um, Matt Stoley, I'm running for the Fall Creek Township uh, School Board seat. Um, I've lived in Fishers since 2006 with my wife and uh, two kids. Uh, So we've got a seventh grader at um, Riverside Junior High and a sophomore at uh, Hamlin Southeastern High School. Um, I guess a little bit of my background, I grew up in Richmond, Indiana. Uh, I'm the son of an educator and a 16-year school board member uh, and an electrical engineer. So, um, you know, that's kind of the the background, I guess, uh, family-wise. I graduated from Butler University with a degree in finance and a minor in philosophy. Uh, weird combination, but the philosophy thing comes up later. Um, you know, it, it does have a purpose, I guess. Um, you know, I've worked as a financial advisor for more than 25 years uh, with a specialty in financial planning and uh, institutional management uh, and advisory for like institutional 401k plans, benefit plans. Um, I currently sit on two uh, nonprofit boards. Uh, I'm a, I've been a competitive cyclist since I was 14. Uh, on the weekends, uh, I can often be found on a swim deck officiating, uh, swim meets as a USA swimming official. Um, I love to basically take trip, trips in particular to, to hike and especially some of the national parks with the family. And uh, little tidbit, I ran for school board actually six years ago. Uh, I think that'll also come up later. Uh, the- <laughs> your previous candidacy, but um, to what extent will you be considering the student voice in your position as a school board member? Uh, good question. You know, I, I think the, the student voice is very important. Um, when I was on the Helen Southeastern Education Foundation, so that was formerly the Helen Southeastern Schools Foundation, uh, they just had a rebranding. Um, we had several students on our board uh, with us, and, and it was great to kind of get their updates and, and input on the board. Um, this really kind of helped me learn early on about the importance of student voices, especially you know, when it comes to school matters. So uh, I think that my, uh, my role as a swim official uh, brings me lots of opportunity uh, to interact with students of all grade levels. So you all often ask for uh, you know, some of the kids' perspectives on, on issues, especially hot, you know, hot button issues that, that pop up. Uh, and it's fascinating to hear their perspectives and understand, you know, how that uh, their perspectives might be different from what we assume they would be. What would your top three priorities be if you were elected to the school board or essentially what's your platform? Great, uh, great, important question. 
Um, you know, I think that if I have to kind of keep it to just three general and, and one of them is kind of all encompassing, I, I think I can do that. Uh, but I think in no particular order, um, you know, I would like to bring a more proactive approach to uh, planning and process and communication in the district. Uh, I think that that's number one. Uh, number two, um, I'd like to improve some of the continuity and resources for student programs. So in other words, how can we be more consistent with our student programs and resources? How can we ensure that, you know, these transition as students move up through the grade levels? You know, how can we ensure that we are providing a learning environment and opportunity for all students to help prepare them for, you know, that next chapter in their lives, whatever that might be. Uh, I think the third thing then, um, you know, is is getting the best out of our administrators. Um, you know, let's create a culture that constantly seeks improvement. Let's uh, implement, you know, self and peer evaluations to help administrators identify strengths and areas that could, you know, maybe be improved. Uh, so, you know, I guess the idea is, you know, similar to what we do for teachers, you know, let's help administrators uh, with their own professional development. Um, you know, in this way, this ensures that students are getting, you know, basically getting our best. That's wonderful. So this has been a remarkably unique year in regards to public health and safety. How do you plan to ensure the safety of every student in the district? Yeah, so, you know, we've, we've you know, I think that our school district does a, a tremendous job. And a lot of that is uh, thanks to our partnership with the, with the city. So, you know, I think that it's very important to continue that, that good relationship that we have with the city of Fishers, uh, continue that partnership we have with the Fishers De Police Department and the uh, and, and basically the school resource officers. Um, I think I was reading um, uh, a couple nights ago kind of the, the how that SRO program has grown from, you know, two officers covering something like, I can't remember, it was, it was, it was unbelievable, or maybe it was one officer covering 10,000 employ or uh, uh, students and now we've got you know eight or nine covering 22 or 23,000 so I think that's great uh, you know to, to kind of see that uh, that resource uh, and, and I know that they have fantastic input so I think that um, I think that that's obviously uh, going to be a, an important partnership going forward um, I think is uh, I you know I think that it's also probably uh, important to, to mention that the new Fisher's Health Department uh, I think that might be a uh, benefit, um, you know, basically, you know, providing uh, relative, you know, relative to timing, uh, or I should say timely information and uh, maybe some guidance within school. So even once COVID is done, I realize that, you know, they kind of came about in the middle of a pandemic, but, you know, I think we could probably find that, you know, the, the health department would be kind of a nice resource uh, because it's close and they're only covering one school district. So, uh, hopefully, I think, you know, we can get uh, good, quick, reactionary uh, information there. Right. So this has also been a remarkably unique year, as in the recent months, we've seen, or we've seen a massive focus on equity uh, in tandem with the resurgence of the Black Lives Matter movement. Do you support or do you plan to advance equity and equality within our district? And if so, how? Uh, excellent. Excellent and timely question. Um, I say the short answer there is yes. You know, I think equity and equality are going to be very important in the district and it continue to be very important. Um, you know, I think my ideas relative to advancing equity might be a little different from other candidates. Uh, assuming we hire a new uh, equity officer, 
uh, I would challenge them to maybe look beyond, uh, you know, training just the adults in our school district and maybe develop some kind of training program or curriculum uh, that is geared more towards students. You know, I think the idea here is how can we create more mindful students, um, you know, who might be uh, maybe a little more aware after that training of biases, you know, bias and so on. Uh, I think I'd also like to challenge the uh, new equity officer to expand their focus uh, to other students like exceptional learners or students whose primary language is not English. Um, you know, the school district is, I think, uh, beginning to realize, um, you know, in, in a very meaningful way that not all students learn the same way. And we need to accommodate students of all abilities and backgrounds. And that's uh, something that's very near and dear to, uh, to, to me and my platform. All right. So this will be the final basic question that we've asked every candidate. Um, then we'll move on to the candidate specific ones. But why are you the best choice for the school board? In other words, why should we vote for you? Why should you vote for Matt Stoley, Fall Creek Township? Um, you know, I think uh, first and foremost, I'm a listener. Um, I'm kind of a consummate uh, mediator. Uh, so, you know, I, I get along with everybody. You know, I, I just I really like to find uh, the middle ground. So I truly want to learn, you know, about all sides of an issue. So I told you that philosophy minor comes back into play, right, Casey? So, I, you know, I think that's it. Um, you know, that's kind of what philosophy is all about. Let's listen to, you know, this argument. Let's listen to the counter of that argument. Let's kind of, you know, really kind of dig in and into the, the meat of the matter and uh, you kind of come up with kind of the best, uh, best decisions that we can. Uh, I think I'd bring thought leadership. I'd like to bring a different uh, approach to problem solving and planning. Uh, I'm a huge proponent of applying critical thinking to decisions. So, you know, I would like to instill process and culture that applies a little more forethought to decisions and communication. Um, it's, I think it's important to know that, it, you know, what the possible future outcomes are gonna be from a decision that's made today. So, you know, I think maybe some examples um, of, of this that may have helped may help the district. Um, you know, if we, you know, one of the things that I've been kind of critical about the district over, or you know, probably the last six to eight years is, um, you know, the the district does a lot of planning, whether it's redistricting or whether it's new buildings. Uh, you know, so much, so many of their decision making is uh, so much of that decision making revolves around, you know, one demographer report from a demographer out of, you know, Asheville. Um, and, and I think that, you know, one of the things that uh, just kind of raised my radar, I guess, is, is you know, I saw this gentleman speak. Um, he knows what he's doing. He's, he's good. But, you know, for, for the longest time, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, basically the, the demographer and uh, our prior uh, chief financial officer, you know, the, the mantra was, you know, enrollment is is you know plateauing and now we're gonna start to see you know enrollment declining in the next couple of years and you know that was the you know i think that was in the report in 2012 that was in the report in 2016 um i think somewhat you know that the, uh that was in the report you know last year in 2019 and the bottom line is just we have not seen you know the growth um you know wane the way they had they had mentioned so you know, I think there's some different ways to look at that problem. So, you know, if this isn't as accurate, then do we really need to be relying so heavily on, you know, this data? Uh, because it only takes one year, like I think in 2016, you know, we had, we were projected to have less than 
maybe a decline of, of 35 students. If uh, my notes are, if I remember my notes, and we had a surprise, here's 300 more students than we expected. Uh, last year's another example. We had 700 more students than what we expected. So, you know, all of a sudden we have a brand new elementary that we thought would take a couple you know, of, of years to fill that was immediately full. So, you know, I think that there's just maybe, you know, I, I, I like to look at the, the nuances to, uh, to the different approaches to, to planning. And I think that could also kind of, we could take a look at more recently the operations plan, right? Um, you know, would it have been better if we had started, uh, you know, more substantive planning back in May or June, um, you know, to, to really make sure that we're ready. And I guess that kind of comes back to being more proactive around the issues um, and communication, because I think if we had done that, we maybe wouldn't have such the, the divide on social media, you know, virtual versus in-person and, and all of these things. You know, I think the idea is let's just try to be better about uh, thinking decisions through uh, and all the different nuances of an issue. And then let's let's really think about kind of what is needed for the, the long-term, you know, communications, because that's going to be important when it comes to, um, you know, our approach to, to issues like the referendum, uh, new school buildings, you know, expansion of the current high schools versus the the third, you know, a third high school, or maybe even something like start time. So that's kind of the idea. I really want to bring kind of that proactive, um, you know, planning to the table. Uh, you know, that's, that's kind of my approach uh, just in general. So I think lastly, I just, I would like to bring, you know, why do you vote for me? I'd like to bring a deep financial background uh, to the school board. Um, you know, having a, a, a diverse mix of careers on, on, uh, on uh, a board, I think is very important. And, you know, I think this will be especially important here in the coming years because our district is gonna be uh, challenged with uh, potentially funding from the state, maybe seeing a, de a decrease in funding or maybe even a change in the funding formula. Uh, so I think uh, that will be critical as well as a referendum renewal. Uh, you know, we're gonna be asking our community for um, to, to renew the tax dollars or, you know, maybe more, maybe less. And I think, uh, I think it's going to be important to have somebody with a, a, a deep financial background there um, for, for these issues. All right. So that's all the generic questions that I have. Uh, uh -huh. Now we're moving on to the two extra candidate specific ones. In 2018, on your candidate Facebook page, you posted about the resources needed for mental health services. Since then, what improvements have you seen and what more would you do to improve the mental health of the students in HSE? Yeah, I, I love, absolutely love this question. So I'm very uh, proud to see uh, more focus on on mental health. Um, I was on, like I said, I was on the, the school foundation uh, board when Mayor Fadness came. Uh, I think we were at a retreat at Conner Prairie. Mayor Fadness asked the foundation and the schools basically to to make mental health a priority. Um, Freedom called, who was our uh, was our director at the time, uh, our director of the foundation. Uh, she actually wrote the grant application for both the mental health and the equity grant. Uh, so I think, um, you know, it's been very, very fun to see um, this resource, you know, grow from its, its very beginning. Uh, relative to improvements, um, you know, that's, that's a tough one. That's a, that's a really good kind of follow-up to that question. But I think maybe what I'd like to see is um, more collaboration with other nonprofit groups and, and resources within our community. Um, I currently sit on a, a board that focuses on suicide prevention. Uh, I have another friend with a local nonprofit focused on youth suicide prevention. Uh, I'd love to know, you know, how we can 
find synergies between these different groups and these programs, uh, real, you know, with, with regards to how this, uh, the school program. Um, knowing this is a resource, you know, is only a few years in, uh, you know, it's tough to come up with improvements, but, you know, I think I would love to evaluate. Um, and again, this is just kind of how, how I work. I would love to evaluate, you know, what's working well and what can be improved. Um, I think if there's one thing I think might be able to be improved, uh, right now, it might be the consistency, you know, of the, the SEL, uh, learning kind of through, uh, throughout the district. Uh, but I think it's a fantastic program. So, you know, I'd, I'd love to know what additional resources the district could uh, help provide, you know, for our mental health program. Uh, I'd love to find uh, funding for this resource too uh, in our budget or, you know, whether it's through other grants, uh, you know, I would love to, to really find the funding to help this program continue once the current grant uh, lapses. All right. So this is the final question uh, on the official HSE 2020 school board elections open forum Facebook page. That's a mouthful. You it said <laughs> that you said that the district should give more attention to students and learning and less attention on issues like handbooks. Could you elaborate on what handbook issues you're referring to and then discuss your plan on how to improve student learning? Sure, sure. So I think that, um, you know, the idea of the handbooks is really more of an example. I, I don't. I personally do not have any issues, uh, you know, with the, with the handbook. I think, you know, the idea here was um, maybe I was trying, maybe I did a poor job of, of trying to uh, to communicate, but I, I think the focus for me was more about uh, the time and duties of the of the school board. Um, you know, the, the idea here was to maybe to bring a, a new vision and, and look of how the board and administration operate. Uh, so then we can kind of figure out how we can, uh, again, improve process and, and kind of come up with, with efficiencies. Um, you know, if I just, again, third party observation, uh, you know, as I've been following the, the district uh, happenings over all these years, you know, I think about four years ago, you know, uh, we, we probably saw the more board get a little more involved with uh, school issues. Um, you know, and I think by more involved, I just think, more involved with things that, that maybe typically administration should be handling or teachers should be handling. So, uh, you know, I guess we can, can, you know, basically chalk this up to, I just really like to assess the current process um, with, with what the board, you know, has. If you look on the agenda, there's a, a gazillion committees and, and so on. Um, you know, just how ingrained, uh, I'm not saying we need to be out of touch as a school board member, I'm saying that we, you know, maybe don't need to uh, really have our fingers in so much if it's kind of the administration's job to, and then and um, and uh, maybe in collaboration with the teachers to kind of help write a student handbook. I don't know necessarily that the school board needs to be spending an hour long, you um, an hour on it, you know, during a school board meeting. You know, let's let the teachers teach, the admin be admin. You know, yes, the the board kind of oversees this, but I'd like the board to maybe turn more focus to. The policies and, and basically what we can do so we can have better student outcomes. So that's a long-winded way of saying I'd like to explore, you know, more ways of how we can kind of create some efficiencies, you know, not just at the board level, but is there are there ideas, uh, you know, with, with the administration as well? Uh, so that's all the questions that I have. Uh, I'm going to open up this last portion uh, to any closing statements that you might have. Yep, absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate uh, 
I appreciate the the time and the opportunity, Casey. Uh, I think this is wonderful. Um, you know, I have to say, uh, and I don't fault him because because Larry has been a staple in Fishers. Uh, you know, I was looking forward and and uh, you know just the wind kind of went out of the sails when we heard, well, oh, he's going to focus more on being a grandpa and and so on and and love that well deserved. So uh, you know, I appreciate have Larry, no doubt, giving uh, you guidance. Um, hats off. I think this is a, a fantastic, uh, fantastic service you're doing for the, you know, for the, for the camp, you know, for the election and, and uh, the school district. So um, I just, again, Matt Stoley from Fall Creek Township. Uh, I would very much approve, you know, uh, would very much uh, uh, love to have your vote uh, here at this next election uh, for pages, uh, social media pages. I can be found. Uh, I've got a Facebook page, uh, Stoley for Helen Southeastern Schools. It's a long one, um, Facebook. And uh, Twitter feed is at Stoley for HSE. That's at S-T-O-L-L-E, the number four HSE. Uh, but I, I appreciate uh, everybody's consideration. Casey, again, thank you very much. It's been fantastic. All right. That'll be the end of it. Um, nice job. I Thank had a you. lot of fun doing this. Uh, do you have any questions for me? I don't. Um, you know, I get, well, you know what? I, I do actually. What, what grade are you in? I'm a freshman. Freshman at Fishers High School. Uh, Fishers, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Okay. Um, what was, I, I'm really curious. I mean, it, it's, I know you gave me a little bit of background. Um, what kind of just, just curious, what did, what pushed you to kind of say, hey, we're going to take the reins over and, and help, you know, do this on, on Larry's platform? Uh, well, actually, the uh, contact or a friend of Larry's reached out to my sister, uh, who then knew or who knows that I love editing and uh, like videos, audio, whatever. Uh, I love doing it. And so she asked me to help out with some of that because 11 candidates is a lot. But then I asked yeah. to interview some just to take some of the load off her back. Okay. Um, so then we just sort of started writing out questions and uh, we started finding contact info. Also, I'm so sorry that I didn't find the right contact info the first time. No, no big deal. <laughs> uh, but uh, we started gathering all that sort of stuff. And then I did the sign up genius and sent it out to everybody. Great. Great. That's awesome. That's awesome. Tell, I would, I would literally, you know, that I was not giving lip service relative to, you know, the students, how, what's kind of your, view on kind of the state of like racism and equity, you know, inside the schools. Um, and and I, it may be tough in the high school, right? Because you're, you're just a fresh now freshman, but uh, you know, it could be junior high also, like you know, kind of what's your viewpoint on it? I think that there's a lot of room for improvement. And I would agree with you that uh, hiring a new uh, equity or equity director is a fantastic idea. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, yeah, I think that there's a lot of room for improvement, but I think that the administration could be willing to make the improvement. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I, I, that's honestly, I've got a, uh, I guess I had a sophomore at HSC and, and you know, I, I think to be very candid and blunt, she said it's kind of the same thing, right? We know about the Instagram account. Um, you know, I, I see it. it. It just, it's mind blowing that this is, still happening and i think what what i kind of get from her is well they're you know it's brought up but administration just won't acknowledge it right or things like that so hopefully it's something we can change we've got a lot of i think we've got a lot of good a lot of good uh 
people, not just running for the board. I think we've got a, a, you know, a lot of, of good um, you know, forces in the community. And like I said, the, the Freedom Call, who's a good, you know, I, I consider a very good friend. She's our director that wrote that, the grant for those. But, you know, she was our original social justice warrior, you know, going back 10 years ago. So, you know, I think this is, uh, I think it's rolling in the right direction. Yeah. Cool. I very agree. Good. Awesome. So, uh, once again, thank you for agreeing to be interviewed. I will, or also, this will go up on Larry's website on the 28th. 20th, perfect. September. Okay, sounds good. Thanks very much and uh, love what you're doing. Thanks a bunch. Once again, my thanks to Izzy and Casey Alexander for handling the school board candidate interviews this election cycle. Remember, if you vote a straight party ticket, your voting process is not over. Continue on to vote for the county council and then for the school board. This is the LarryInFishers.com podcast. My name is Larry Lannon. On behalf of Izzy and Casey Alexander, thanks for listening. Be safe and be kind. <laughs>